fine, man. This is be a good one to go with here, everybody. Well, welcome. Here we go. Week 15, leap into the week. Thanks for joining us. As always, I got Patrick Fingles with me, CEO over at Leap. Patrick, what's up, man? Uh, uh, you know, ready to charge the week, man. You know, Monday morning. I got I got some coffee right here behind me. A nice little thing. You right coffee there. drinker? I am a coffee drinker, man. I drink that black rifle coffee. You ever heard of this stuff? I mean, I know black rifle coffee. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that so I put that shark tank. Black rifle was a shark tank. Yeah, I put it right here in this nice mug, right back here with a nice oh, little frog yeah, on it's it. It's a nice sleep mug, nice frog. You got yeah. uh, you one cup a day, guy? Two cups a day? Oh no, 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 no! We're a little more than that now. We're uh, we're we're oh, we're borderline really? addiction. We're borderline addiction at this point. Oh um, man, I how drink- many cups? At least four, because I drink one before I go to the gym, one after the gym, at least one in the middle of the day, and then one towards the evening. Um, and uh, are they just going straight black? Or are you putting anything in there? A uh, little sugar. And uh, you can see that this one's a little stained right here, but um, yeah. And when I say cups of coffee, man, let me, these are not cups of coffee. This is a leap mug up to about the eye. All right. That's awesome. So yeah. it is not healthy at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I'm doing it, man. Um, I listen, I don't care. Um, I, if you know what, we all got our vices and caffeine is surely one of mine. Um, and I feel good. I feel alert. Like, I mean, I, I feel good on caffeine. I just, I go and I feel like I'm, I'm hidden. And so I'm not right. trying to fight that anymore. Um, awesome. One segue here, speaking of fighting. All right. Um, you know, there's one thing that you got, we were talking about it, man, offline um, before we even knew we were going to talk about this competitors. There are no shortage of competitors in your vertical, man. We're talking leap You're, and everybody, a lot of our listeners, your contractors, Mm-hmm. But we were talking about one in particular. Okay, if we don't, do you mind if I mention a name? I, I don't mind. They might. no, I don't. Either. Yeah, I don't mind. Go ahead. Okay, so we're talking about we're talking about Ryan over at Sumo Quote, uh-huh. um, and he had nothing but just amazing things to say about you, man. We were talking at a, an event uh, a few weeks back, and man, the guy just you know said good things about you as a person. And I'm, I'm curious, man, you know, you've been in markets where you've had to deal with competitors who probably didn't say the best stuff about you. You've also yeah. had to be in markets where you've been the top dog and you've been the guy that's been chasing the top dog. Yeah. How do you interact with competitors in a way that is productive? Is, I mean, is, is it good to, to interact in a good way or is that just overrated? I'm, I'm curious how you do this, brother. Man. Like just from, you know, my philosophy around competition has always been like, man, I just, I'm not a big, uh, ah, man, I don't want to say that wrong. Um, I, I don't need people in the world that don't like me. Like it, it doesn't allow me to operate. I, I just, I operate best when there's harmony around me and knowing that there's people out there in the world that I've either wronged or like, they don't like me. It's a very hard thing for me. And I, I probably have some unintentionally or maybe intentionally, like somebody could listen to this, but like, I, I met that guy who's a total jerk, you know, and I told him, you know, but I, I just, that, that's ne- that is not my intention. It's not what I lean into. So, you know, I think, you know, early on in business with the roofing company, um, you know, you're, you're constantly bumping into these people. Like I, w- I would, I, when I was running my own leads, I would go to the house and like one of my competitor salespeople would be there. 
you know, and like, you know, I fell in love with the industry. I fell in love with home improvements by working for a company and I worked for a manager and that manager was amazing to me. I still like if I see him today and he'd know who he is if he's listening to this, but he pretty much taught me the industry. And like when I left there, I was more concerned with them thinking less of me than I was with me even getting my company off the ground right. And so I, I think that's a little different than most, maybe, or maybe it's the same as, no, I think it's probably the same as most. I don't, I mean, I think most people that are good and kind don't want to, don't want to work and walk through a world or a life with, you know, adversaries out there. So um, I, you know, I, I totally believe it's business, not personal. Like I, I totally, I mean, athletes set the standard for that, right? I mean, most sure. athletes come off their high five and right. The, the Olympians are hugging when you won the silver versus the gold. Like, bring your A game, and I'm going to bring mine, and I'm going to try to destroy you. But no, like, I mean, I, if you need help with something, please let me know. Like, you know, if you want to train together, absolutely. Like, no, I, I want to win on my own merit, not because of, you know, me kind of beating you down. So, you know, when I think of Ryan, you know, or I, I think of, you know, anybody else in the space that we're a direct competitor with, I think it's the same way I thought of, you know, our roofing competitors is I love talking to those guys, you know, and I found that when I bumped into um, bump, you bump into those guys, like I can call our biggest competitors right now, the CEOs of those companies, and I could probably answer the phone and I could probably ask them how they're doing something or what they're paying for something. And they'll just give it to me and I would do the same. Because it doesn't really change that much. I'm not talking about intellectual property or like feature development or, you know, something like that. There are things that are sacred, but like not many, not many. Most of it you can share. And if you've ever been to a conference, you can see that. So, you know, Ryan's a great dude. We've had lots and lots and lots of conversations. Uh, you know, we even have shared customers. So, um, you know, and he's, man, he's just trying to build his business, man. He's, try he's trying to do great. And, um, you know, we exchange ideas and pointers and, and, you know, I'm, that's just the way I do it in life might be right. Might be wrong. It's my gospel. doesn't mean it has to be yours, but you know, I, I believe in bridges, not walls. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, I'm not going to say, I, I won't, maybe me and you offline, we'll talk about it, but he, I'm, I was going through a little bit of a personal health thing and he was able to really kind of, we talked for a while there, man, just kind of talking about some of the stresses that come with, you know, where I'm at and building my business right now. And, you know, he, he was just talking about some of that, you know, taking care of my health because, you know, I go to the gym quite a bit, man, but it's that internal health that uh, sometimes can, can waver. But, you know, Patrick, a lot of people don't want to take that high road or build the biggest building. They do want to tear your building down. Um, and there are those people out there and there's contractors that are listening to this and they're in a market and they're like, yeah, I'm that way. But man, I got a guy, I, I'm trying to do that, Patrick, but this dude across the, the county from me, he ain't playing that way. He is yeah. saying the negative things about me. He isn't playing nice in the sandbox, if you will. How, how have you balanced that? You've had those competitors that, that are that way. How do you yeah. balance the Patrick you want to be against may, maybe even the entrepreneur and leader that you may be forced to be, if that makes sense, how I'm rephrasing that? Yeah, you've seen enough movies and you know what it means to be a good person. So the first thing I'll do is I call them. I love that. You know, I, I call them just straight up. I, and I've had to do it. And I'd be like, hey, you know, you guys are saying this. It's not true. I'm not going to do anything about it. I wanted you to know. You might not care. You might even train them. But I would never do that to you. Mm. So, you know, if there's anything you can do about it, great. If there's nothing you want to do about it, we're cool. 
you know? And so it's just like, it's just taking the high road. It's being a, a, a better person, not in a condescending way. I'm not presuming they're a bad person. Cause I've had people call me and say, my guys are saying stuff. And I'm like, Hey man, not in the training. I'll have a conversation with some people. We want to beat your pants off just to let you know, <laughs> but you know, I don't want to lie about your business. So let me, let me, let me, let, let me do some investigation for you. He was like, I'm not even going to follow up. And the world never know whether you really did anything. I just want to let you know some things came up. I'm like, all right, great. Um, so you know, it, 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 you know, it just, it just happens. So the first thing I probably do is call them. Um, I'm not like a retaliator. I'm not going to do the those same things because there's just better ways to get at it. And like, I always believe in like mankind. Like, who believes that anyway? And if you believe and you're gullible to it, then like, whatever, you know. Um, I always to say something great, you know, one of the number one, uh, we used to train this in, in, in home improvement sales. Uh, you know, uh, one of the number one objections you get is, you know, you give somebody a price for a product, windows, roof, bath, whatever it is. The very first words out of the customer's mouth is, uh, well, we got an estimate from such and such and it's less. The number one reaction of a salesperson is to start dump trucking why they're less and yada, yada, yada. Our response that we trained, which I always thought was magical, was, okay, um, which estimate do you like better? Oh. And they would say, they kind of look at you with a puzzled look, and they'd be like, well, you know, theirs is less. I was like, oh, no, I, I get, I didn't ask you what price you liked better. I asked what estimate you liked better, taking all things into consideration. So when it comes down to it, you're hiring a company, you're getting a product, and you're paying a price for it. You already told me that they won in the price category, but looking at it holistically, what estimate do you like better? Yeah. And often, often, because they're looking you dead in the face, they say, yours. <laughs> and like, <laughs> disaster averted. I mean, I've heard that's because they're using a cheaper shingle. Our shingle's better, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, well, before you go there and you try to do like the price nuggets and like do the dump truck and close the gap, but just ask them, they just, it's just a natural reaction. They gave us a cheaper price. Okay, great. What estimate do you like better? Oh, it's such a great way to look at it, man. And it was so beautiful. And so then what we would do is we would say, if they did say, <clears throat> well, you know, I like your estimate better, but they're pretty significantly cheaper. And while you're a little stronger and they give you that kind of like wonky answer, then I would say, well, let me ask you something. Let's say we were both hypothetically the exact same price. Who would you hire? Mm -hmm. And then nine times out of 10, because you're standing there, they say you. And then I would say, why? And they would give me all these reasons and I'd write them down. And then I'd put a price on that list. And I'd say, how much is that list worth? Because my price is $3,000 more than theirs. And you said you would hire mine because I showed up one time. I took my shoes off. The other company rescheduled twice. I, I, you have a thorough understanding of the products that I'm using. Like, is that worth three grand? Mm. And I would, so I never got to a place where I had to say, well, they don't. Are, they don't have a warranty. They don't have good products. So it's the same thing in like my competition. Like, you know, Ryan sells sumo quote, you know, we sell sales pro leap sells sales pro and leap. It's, it's, you know, if I'm talking to a consumer, I'll tell Ryan, I'll tell the consumer and Ryan the same thing. The reasons why I think our product beats their product and he'd do the same. Right. So we, we both kind of have that. And so, I mean, it's just facts. It's not, it's not fiction. And you can let the, you can let the consumer be you know, the decision maker, and they can tell you their why instead of you telling them your why. And the last thing they want to hear is that your why is not because of you. It's because somebody else is not good. Yeah, man.
There are so many gyms right there. I want to ask you one follow-up question, though, right there, Patrick, because I think that a lot of leaders might listen to this and they may they may say to themselves, oh, I'm that guy too. You know, I don't say anything negative about my about, you know, my competition, every team meeting, I'm telling my guys, you know, we don't speak ill will. And they're, they're saying those right things, Patrick, but I think there's also that type of leader, maybe you can, you can speak to this, who they get done with the team meeting in front of 20 people, they've said the right things in front of their, their team. But then the team meeting ends, and it's kind of like one or maybe there's a couple guys that stick around. And then they start talking about that other guy. And they start saying some things there. And it's kind of like, yeah, I know what I said in the team meeting, but man, screw those guys. Man, I'll tell you what, you know, they've been talking, they've been doing this for a lot of time, but you know, don't let the new guys hear it, you know, just, you know, but you know what I mean? You know, you know how we yeah. feel about them. You, you Screw them. Um, and they, they say the right things in front of the group, but one-on-one -on -one with their people and the things that can kind of be seen behind the scenes, it paints a different picture for your competition. Yeah. I really hope that leaders kind of take it. Could you speak to that? Because who you are, how you speak about, let's say a sumo quote, we've used that example when it's me and you, or how you speak about it to your team. Is it always consistent and how important that is, is for a leader to be consistent in how they address this? Well, I mean, wouldn't that be perfect? I mean, I told you on the last episode, <laughs> it's the practice of leadership, you know, um, so I always, I learned something a long time ago. It's called cleaning it up. So yeah, you can do that. And then you can walk away from that conversation and feel a little dirty. Mm -hmm. Or you can walk away from that conversation and not feel anything. If you walk away and feel nothing, then yeah, I mean, you just got to work on your leadership because then you're, you know, you're just being, that's not two-faced, but it's, it's not a truth. It's not the strongest brand. You know, it's the Kool-Aid. People got to drink it. You know, I mean, and if you're not drinking it, then it's, you know, it's just crappy Kool-Aid. Um, but, you know, you can say something and then you can walk away from it. You know, when you walk away from it, you like think back, man, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. And a lot of people move on from I probably shouldn't have said that. They just move on. So I already said it. What's up, man? Who gives a crap? Um, I don't, if I think that for an instant. What do you do? I go back and clean it up. There you go. I just go back. I just take two seconds. I just go back and say, hey, man, listen, I stood up in front of a group of people and I said, we don't say ill will. And then I walked out into a room with you and I just went ill will. And like that was an imperfect me being an imperfect leader, man. And I just that's oh, I actually believe more. There's truths in both things I said. But the person I want to be was the person that I stood up in front of that conference room and said all those things. The person I don't want to be is the person that walked out here and said that. So I just wanted to let you know that. And that dude, that's just that there's so much truth and again, vulnerability God, in that statement that 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 employee or whoever that is, is going to walk away from you and just be like, I work for a good person. That's that's the other thing, man. Like when, you know, when you set the context and, you know, you can hold your head up and pretend like your shit don't stink. People mm. like to work for that person. Yeah. You know, they really do, man. Like, so it's like if you just stand up and you're just like, hey, man, we're going to be the best company we can be. We're going to be we're going to be kind to our competitors and kind to our friends you know, and we're just going to, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to lead by example in that to, you don't understand like, you know, Oh, you might've not sold that one deal because somebody bashed you and you lost that $20,000, but maybe like that person struggles with recruiting or maybe their guys are constantly quitting, you know, or maybe their cancellation rate is really high. You don't have a complete picture. All you know is they bashed you. But when you step back and looked at it holistically, would you rather be them nope. or would you rather be you? 
Like you don't like them. You like you. So great. Cause that's what creates your uniqueness. So like, how did you find out they bashed you? A customer told you an employee told you if they found out that you bashed through a customer, that's a great opportunity for you to be an amazing company. And you say, you know what? Some companies do that. We actually think they're a pretty solid company. Yeah. And you win with that consumer. If an employee comes to you and says, it, you say, Hey, listen, people are entitled to their opinions. I would just encourage you to explore your own thoughts about who we are yeah. or who I am. And so it's, if you're finding out that somebody's saying something bad about you, it's an opportunity for you to create relatedness connection and be the best. It's a, it's a, it's a, they're putting you on the leadership stage at that moment. So it's either with an employee or with a customer. And I look at those, I wish every lead I walked into, I was walking in behind somebody that just bashed the crap out of us because mm. I would just turn the table on them because nobody deep down inside likes that. Nobody mm. likes that. It's a, it's an awkward, weird feeling when somebody comes up to you and starts talking about another person or another company in a bad manner. People don't so like that. So we true. like hearing happy thoughts, not negative crap. So when that person walks out and they're like, Hey, they just stood in here and they beat the hell out of you. Like, I'm so sorry you had to hear that. Like, I hate it when people come up and just start talking about somebody else and everything. I don't know why they say that. We actually think they're a solid company. You know, what I'd like to do to you is just give us, you know, I give you our version of us, which I hope you appreciate and like, but we, we try to be a great organization. You know, and I'll, I will answer honestly any questions that you have or concerns that they maybe they brought up. I'll answer them for you. I'm winning that deal. Yes, you are. That's a sleazy salesperson. Yep. You know, and it's again. So I just, you know, it, what what a what a what a righteous opportunity to just take the high road. You know, folks. I hope you hear everything. I'm going to take so many good gems away from this one right here. I love what you said here, Patrick. About which estimate do you like better? We know which one is cheaper. I'm asking you. Which one do you like better? And I love what you said right there. Oh, let's just say they were this way. Which one would you go with? Well, I'd go with you. Why? <laughs> like, yeah. these are the kind of things. And I, what it comes down to, and what I have circled right here, is build your own building. Stop trying to tear the other person's building down. Um, and the last thing I have right here is have have the conversation. You know, if you feel like there might be somebody out there that's having something negative to say, pick up the phone, stop by, say hello, put it, you know, you got to sometimes face people. And that's something you've had to do. And I think that, you know, the last thing I would say that I'm going to take away from this is sometimes, Patrick, if you get that voice in your head and your gut that says, mm, you know what, I, I maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm telling you, folks, if you're listening to this, and that happens to you today, turn your butt back around and have the conversation that's going to be tough. Your yeah, gut is trying to tell you. A week you later. A week later. There you go. Don't, don't turn around, and walk back in the room. And there's one little thing we left out. If the negative things that somebody's saying about you are true, well, then make them not. This is, yeah. You know, and go vulnerable. I mean, if you know, if you're if you're trying to run your business and you're doing something and somebody's got you got you know 40 negative better business bureau complaints and your competition's walking in and they're saying, have you looked at their better business bureau record? Mm -hmm. Well, you need to create a sales story or a sales pitch to talk about upfront and you bring it to the forefront. Hey, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. But likelihood is you're going to see our better business. Let me tell you exactly how we got to that place. And let me tell you all the things we've done to mitigate that. And without trust from customers like yourself, we're never going to be able to correct that. Every company makes mistakes. They can go down a path that's incorrect or wrong. 
What we want them to do is not necessarily go out of business and kill free enterprise. What we want them to do is correct that behavior and start to be a better company. And that's what we've done. So like there's always a way to take a negative and make it a positive as long as it's surrounded by truth and sincerity. So we didn't talk about whether the negatives are actually true, but if they are, there's, there's clean them up, clean it up and be honest with it about your, with your employees or with your consumers, your glass doors are dog crap. And the employee did an interview with somebody else and they're bagging you on your glass door, charge it head on, man, charge it yes. head on. Cause what are you going to do? You're just going to say bad. Well, there's is good, but that's because they pay their employees. Like the employees like, Oh, sleaze person, like sleaze person, just yeah, charge it. Head on vulnerability is the number one way to win the heart of somebody. And the best time to be vulnerable is when you're not at your best. I'm telling you, people, I can't tell you enough. You got bad. I almost wish we had bad, better viewers because I take that in there and give that story that I just gave. And not only would they be making decision to hire a roofing company, but they'd be making a decision to help a business owner correct a mistake that he made. And everybody wants to do that. So whatever the negative is, there's always positive in it. I'm not even going to try to top that right there, folks. I mean, I'm, I, that's it right there. That's, I mean, if you can't take that away and apply it to your business, then I'm telling you, you're going to have a really tough time because that is, that's the key right there. Um, identify if it's the truth. If it's the truth, you got some real things to look at within your company. Um, and if you don't tell that story, somebody else is going to tell it for you. I've said this about video that we create. You got to tell your own story or somebody's going to tell that story for you. So get out there and start telling it, folks, because that's right there how you're going to tackle that competition. Don't let them tell the story of your business. Folks, I'll tell you what, have a great rest of the week, a great rest of the day. We'll be back, of course, next week with another episode of Leap into the Week with Patrick Fingles. Thanks for joining me, buddy.